Welcome back Jesus fam, I'm Jess and this is Annie and settle in, get yourself some tea but today we're gonna spill the tea on self-love. In all seriousness though, we just want to explore the biblical perspective of self-love in a world that just promotes it and yeah, let's see what God says about that and how we should go about that as Christians. First off, we want to look up a definition and see what it actually means, the word self-love. So I found a definition and it says, self-love is love of self, such as an appreciation of one's own worth or virtue. So yeah, now as we read this definition, we have to ask ourselves, where do we take our worth from? So yeah, if we're talking about how self-love looks in the world, well, Ali Stuckey actually put it really well. And she said, self-love prioritizes your comfort, your health, your happiness, your safety above the needs of others without revealing how self-centered those desires truly are. And I think this is really true because, you know, even these days we have some churches who are preaching self-love and teaching us that self-love can line up with God's word. Um, when actually this is really the work of Satan because you know we are told in 2 Corinthians 11 verse 14 that Satan disguises himself as an angel of light and this is what he strives to do um, to get to the Christians in this culture really is he looks at what is going to appeal to us now and you know we need to be really careful as Christians with false teaching because sometimes we can hear things that we want to hear and we know that we want to hear them so we just accept them we don't question them and think oh but is this really in line with God's truth um when God calls us to test things um and we need to know his word so that we can compare and recognize when something is not of him and not what he is telling us to do so yeah really Satan has taken self-love and wrapped it up in this little box and made it look like it fits into God's word when actually hidden underneath that is just this selfish desire to serve ourselves when actually the Bible tells us that we are to serve other people the Bible tells us that we are supposed to deny ourselves not to serve ourselves so when we actually look at God's word this is the opposite of what he is telling us so yeah, well, actually, um, looking into the Bible, um, where most of the people who who practice self love in a Christian perspective, they always take the verse Matthew twenty two verse thirty nine, and it says the second is like it: you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And well, they always say it's basically a commandment to love yourself. And then love your neighbor because you can only love others if you first love yourself. Well, the problem is just the little word as it doesn't say love yourself and then love your neighbor. It says you shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. It doesn't say go love yourself. And then maybe like when you already did that, you can love others. It says you know, God is love and we can only love through his love because he loved us first. And sometimes it's really, really hard for us 
to understand what it means to love others. And we can honestly only love others and especially the people who are hard to love just because Jesus loved us first. And it's, it's not something we can do on our own. We always have to ask and remind ourselves that it's not our love. It's, it's Jesus who loves for us. And um, <clears throat> well, actually, um, the Bible also tells us that, you know, basically we, we already love ourselves. So um, Ephesians 5 verse 28 to 29 says, so husbands are also to, be, to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his own wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as also Christ does to the church. So this verse already tells us that, you know, everyone loves themselves. And what the Bible means here is basically like, you know, we, as Jess said in the last video, you know, everyone cares for themselves in the sense of, you know, you first look for yourself. If you, if you're hungry, you're going to go get some Thing to eat you know that's just normal for us and like you're gonna look first like when basically when something happens you're first gonna try to you know like look after your own safety before you look about like helping others and this is just a normal instinct it's so important to know where your worth is in. As I already said, like out of the de definition, it's so important to see and know where your worth is found in. Is it found in, in the world? Is it found in yourself? Or is it found in Jesus and God who created you? So I can only talk from my own perspective, but I had definitely times where I really struggled with um, how I looked and how um, just like looking at myself and knowing who I am, like finding my own birth, it was definitely a struggle. And I don't want to say it's easy or anything. And that's the thing. We are, per we are not perfect. We are imperfect people serving a perfect God. And that's so cool to know. Isn't that like, honestly, I feel like that's the best news we can get because we don't have to try to love ourselves because we will mess up and we will you know, some days we, we won't look good, you know, like we don't just go to our mirror and be like, oh, that's perfect, you know, because that's just not who we are. And, you know, like Satan tries to manipulate us and to get us thinking those kind of things about ourselves. And honestly, isn't that so good to know that we don't have to lie to ourselves. We don't have to pretend we're okay with everything, what we do and what, our circumstances are like we can know we can go back to our bible and see what god says about us and who god calls us to be and i think this is actually the best news we can have because we don't have to love ourselves it actually takes so much pressure off of us the whole thing of like you just have to love yourself and accept yourself we can know that god loves us and he can also transform can transform us so you know like when before we were a christian we were obviously not who 
God created us to be, but we can trust in the process and trust that God will finish this work and transform us slowly until the day of Christ, until he comes back to the person God created us to be. So also it's really important to, yeah, just trust God and trust Jesus in the work he started in us. So as actually um, Philippians 1 verse 6 says, for I am confident of this very thing that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Jesus, of Christ Jesus. And we have to trust God that he will transform us and that he will like that he will continue in um, doing the good work in us. And um, it's just important to to know that we can also change. So yeah, we just need to be really careful to be sure of what or who we are finding our identity in because you know we are we need to find our identity in Christ because you know if God is love and if God is enough and God is worthy we don't need to be those things because our identity is then found in him and when we are in him we can then that's how we love other people um you know through him like Annie said before it's not our own doing um and also just to focus on who God says that we are, you know, what God says about us in scripture, um, you know, in Romans 5 verse 8, he tells us that he loves us. In First Peter 5 verse 7, he says that he cares for us. And in Genesis 1 verse 27, we know that we are made in the image of God. And yeah, like Annie said, he is changing us into that person who he created us to be um and we are called not to trust everything that we think but everything that he says so we know that God cannot lie and um you know the world and like our emotions our feelings are constantly changing every single day we could wake up feeling a different emotion but God stays the same every single second of every single day he never changes so we know that his word is true today and tomorrow and forever and everything that he says is truth so that is what we need to find our identity in and stand firm in that and we know that we are only complete in Christ and I think this is why people in the world are out there searching for something to complete them they feel like half a person and even looking for another person to complete them but nothing compares and nothing can replace Jesus because it is only him who can make us complete and um yeah we're actually gonna make another video about um just really diving into finding your identity in Christ and how that looks and how to do that um so we're just gonna leave it there for this video but yeah tune in for that next one <laughs> So as I already kind of touched on with like, you know, that Satan is trying to tell us lies, especially one of the biggest lies he tells us is that basically we are not good enough. And I don't know, it's just so good to know, as I already said, I know, I kind of like repeat myself, but it's so important. We are not good enough or we don't feel we're good enough, but God is good enough. And Okay, I just love this example. Just bear with me there. Okay, we all know the picture of Mona, of Mona Lisa from Da Vinci. And 
Okay, we can we can debate on either we think we think that Mona Lisa is really pretty or it's not. She she's not. You know, like there has been a lot of different opinions on that, and basically everyone kind of says something else. But she is like the picture of Mona Lisa is so 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 much worth. It's so expensive, and it's there are so many boundaries been like in front of her that nobody can come too close to her so what does the picture actually makes so much worth like what brings her so much value it's not because it's the most beautiful picture because well at least I there I know more pictures and a lot of pictures and um just like artists pictures are just you know nice to look at but you know like it's about the creator it's about the artist because da vinci was such a great artist and you know like it's crazy like when you look closer to the picture like how how good he made this all and how he like how you can see like every little detail and how beautiful the picture is but it's more because the artist is what gives her the value it's not the picture on itself it's who who made her basically um i hope like this example makes a little sense to you now but you know we are basically created by god and you know we're worth we are worth it because he is worth it and he he brings us wealth, worth, <laughs> and he brings us value. So going back to how I started my little example here, you know, Satan tells us that we are not good enough, but that we are not perfect. That was never a limitation for God, because for God, nothing is impossible. And as we see in the Bible, we already talked about that, but, you know, he used non-perfect people and actually what second corinthians 12 verse 9 says and he has said to me my grace is sufficient for you for power is perfected in weakness most gladly therefore i will rather boast about my weaknesses so that the power of christ may dwell in it in me and honestly we just have to remind ourselves of that when satan tries to tell us we are not good enough we can actually say yeah you know what I am not good enough, but Jesus is good enough. And this, my weakness, this is the best thing. Like I can boast on that and in that because there is where Jesus' power comes in. And I think we just have to look more into like what actually are the lies Satan is throwing at us because it's so easy to spiral in that and to think about those spirals. Maybe we can talk about that in another video, but you know, think about the lies satan throws you at you throws at you and try to replace them with truth from the scripture because satan lies satan is the thief who comes to steal our joy yeah yeah, yeah. and you know what like actually jenny allen says if Satan has 2% of you, he has you. So we need to learn, we're going to do a separate video on that again, but we need to be learning to take those thoughts captive and 
interrupt those spirals and yeah not only to get rid of those thoughts but we need to replace them with thoughts of God things truths of God um to replace the lies of Satan and this is why we need to know the word of God to stand against those lies so yeah just kind of coming back to this other side of self-love where you just feel like you really don't like who you are and yeah I just wanted to say you know actually Jesus understands rejection better than anyone else you know when you look at his life the way he was treated he gets it and that's such an amazing thing that actually our God knows how we feel like he knows everything that we're going through but you know what even through that rejection he still chose to serve others and to focus on others and advancing the kingdom of God and actually you know our brains are set up the way God created us to be the most happiest when we are serving others and so just let me tell you that if you think that happiness that contentment is going to be found in this self-love in changing the way that you think about yourself into loving yourself the way that the world portrays it it's unfulfilling and it's it doesn't provide everything that it promises what actually will bring that happiness and joy is to focus on others and to serve others the way that Jesus did and you know what God already knew this he already told us this all those years ago so science is now you know catching up and finding out the truth of this and you know the studies to provide evidence to this but it's just backing up what God's already told us so yeah I just want to encourage you to get in the word and find out who you were created to be who God made you to be and just walk through that process with him just pray for that process that he will guide you through that and be changing your heart through that because Honestly, we are the happiest when we are living in our purpose. And that's why God gave us a purpose, because he knew that. So, yeah, please just really invest in that. Invest in that identity in Christ. And I promise you that great things will follow. So, yeah, guys, thanks for watching this video. And, um, yeah, we hope we could we were able to kind of like touch on some actually kind of hard topics because um, yes, it's not the easiest topic to talk about, but we just hope um, that you you got our points. And if you have any question, questions, um, if you didn't like completely get what we said or you kind of want to talk more about it, or even you have um, an opinion or something to add to that, just please like comment it. We want to know your opinions on that. We can, we can talk about that. And um, yeah, we just hope we could encourage you. And again, we just want to say we are not perfect. We all struggle with, um, especially not like, not like, you know, ourself, like our image of ourselves. And um, it's something we have to continue to, to look at and to pray about and yeah, we just wanted to encourage you to go back to the word, look for yourself um, if that is true and um, go pray about it and see what the Holy Spirit teaches you. So yeah, um, to close it now, um, go follow us on Instagram. Uh, it's the Jesus fam and like and subscribe and share it with your friends and family. <laughs> 
And um, yeah, we just hope you have a great day. Have a blessed day. Bye. See you next time.